sticks. It is in the dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Pavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. Seventy-sixth installment of the Lost Dial, powered by AllNoiseRadio.com. Mm-hmm. Microphone's know. way down here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Look at that. Look at that. Okay. My name is uh, Michael James Dupaul the Fifth. Um, sitting across from me is T. Sterling Watson. 
Buenos días, chicas. Ay. Oh, boy. But I talked him down to 17. That's amazing. Hey, how you doing? Wow, she never waves. Who was that? I don't know. One of the... Oh, uh, yeah, the her. You know, that lady. You yeah. know. I know. She looked right in, smiled, and waved. Hmm. It's a good day. Yeah. It's, uh, it's one of them... Uh, What's well, a Monday for us? Have you ever had one of those days where you need to make a good impression and you do yourself up all right and, you know, you, you spend a lot of time getting prepped however you might do that, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, your physical demeanor or your mental demeanor and yada, 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 and you go out and it's like nobody in the world notices you. Like you put in all this effort to, to make yourself shine. Mm-hmm. And it's on those other days where you could give a crap and you just you walk out, you say, F it, I don't care, I'm not in the mood to put on any sort of presentation. And, and that's those are the days that everybody like is like it's like you are uh I don't know. Like uh Are you okay? Or that is that type of thing? Does that happen to you? Oh yeah. And it's always the days that I don't care and that I'm just miserable and like, ugh. Mm. But the days that like I'm 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 jazzed up and I'm like I'm I wanna you feel good. And really you take on, your, on the day. It's like feel good clothes. And I mean, it doesn't mean that I can't, you know, accomplish what it is that I got set myself out to get mm-hmm. all, you know, done up and this and that. But it's always the days that I just it's it's the and and the, you know, there are weird days. And I'm not like a, I'm not a lucky penny guy, but uh, I don't know something like <laughs> a light from from above shined down on this penny that was all by itself on the ground. I was outside smoking a cigarette. And I, the, but that's what I noticed about it is I you know you don't take much notice of pennies. Mm-hmm. This penny on the back has a shield that says E pluribus unum on the top. It's like an interstate seal kind of. And I One turned it over. Pennies. I'm like, oh, this is this is a rarity. But it <laughs> was done in 2011. Right. But like you know the front where Abe Lincoln is, it's all like some of the um, nickels are kind of newish looking too. I don't know if you noticed. Uh, yeah, it's more like a profile-ish. Uh, or yeah, like a th- yeah, it's a three-dimensional a face of, uh, of Thomas Jeff. And, um, yeah, so I don't know. I picked this up and, like, something like something shined down from the heavens and said, take this seriously. And this is one of those days for me, anyway. For example, mm-hmm. she looked in, smiled, and waved. She's never done that. I mean, what are we, you know? Do we have an aura about us today? No, maybe. No, maybe it's the lighting. The, the lights are a little different today. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I picked up this penny, and I just, I, I'm, I'm going to hold on to it because and not even joking around, it wasn't like, you know, one of those, um, you know, like uh, Monty Python, God opened up the clouds and looked <laughs> down on me and said, pick up that penny. <laughs> it was just like, you know, it wasn't even a, it wasn't even a voice. It was just like a, uh, a subconscious, like, um, you sound like a thirties radio pick announcer. that up and hold on to it. And I'm not one of those types of people. I'm not a schmuck like people who do those things. Oh, lucky penny. You know, and you know what? I've seen a t-shirt with the word schmuck on it and I've always <laughs> wanted one. I want, do you I consider still, yourself a schmuck? No, but it just looks like, it just looks awesome. You remember the, um, the rap group, uh, nappy roots. Of course. Yeah. In the, in the video. I, uh, could, I could bring up some nappy roots right now. I'm a big the, fan. Yeah, me too. Where they, they're the, from Kentucky, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. In the video, um, Poe Folks, mm-hmm. uh, one of the rappers has a t-shirt that says schmuck on it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that is awesome. I want one. But, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I, I kind of, I, I, I can relate. There are some days where, you know, you feel good and then, you, you know, you feel like you 
I don't want to, it's not a lucky shirt or anything like that. It's just, you know, certain clothes that you put on, like, okay, yeah. you know, I feel great today. Um, you know, throwing this on and makes you feel you good. Go through phases. I mean, because you never hold on to one pair of pants or one shirt forever. I mean, right. maybe as you get older and, you, and you, you're, you physically, you don't change too much. Well, you know, you do. You get fatter. Once you, you stop, can, you once you stop growing and, and have this like amazing metabolism, yeah, if you, you know, don't take care of yourself, you can get fatter. And I'm trying to reverse that process because I am getting fatter. Because, um, well, I blame my uh, last job, my last uh, office job, because you know I wasn't as active as I was when I was working at Walmart. I yeah. was always up walking around doing things, you know, sort of more or less with them lifting weights. But, but you sit in a cubicle under fluorescence yeah. in front of a computer, getting right. carpal tunnel. And your belly is just getting fatter because you're just stuffing food. And your level's got spots on it. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta be careful. Ten hours a day, and then I went home to do that because we got to work at home. So, and it didn't get any better because, um, you know, the food was much closer. And actually, I didn't really eat that much more, to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact that I wasn't active. I wasn't like getting out and you know taking walks or lifting up heavy boxes all day. Because why would I? At a desk job. <laughs> Why would I? But yeah, now now that you know, I don't. I whenever I do go out, I make it a point to, even if I'm just home, like in bummy clothes, <laughs> I try to change or at least <clears throat> look presentable. Because as my parents always told me, ever since I was a, a wee youth, he, or they both told me, um, you never know who you might run into. So right. So I always keep that in mind that I don't want to run out of the house looking a hot mess. So like a hot mess. But I always run into the important people on days that I walked out the door and <laughs> not giving an F and I look like I look like a hot mess. But th that's that's the time when that, you know, person that matters walks up and is like enamored with me. I'm like, I, I don't care. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk to you. I look like a hobo. And, and if anything, you start to get into a conversation, you kind of try to inch away and like, OK, because I don't want you to remember me in, in this, you know, particular in this state. Right. I, I, but I, then, I but then, nice. but then, you know, if something, um, if something comes of that and the next time you show up all, you know, with bells on the proverbial bells on, mm. maybe, you know, that person's like, mm, what did I see in you the other day? <laughs> the irony is what, one <laughs> you of look the things phony. I, I wrote down, um, from like weeks ago, um, I was having a Twitter conversation with a few people about, imagine that. About, yeah, I'm at me on Twitter. Um, laundry Day. And um, how we all have these, I don't know, we don't really like to do laundry, so we wait until the last possible minute to do so. Um, as for me. You doing GTL? <laughs> GTL, why did that sound familiar? Is that a Jersey Shore reference? I feel like it is. Did I say it right? GTL? Oh. Uh, gym, tan, laundry. Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> what I thought it was. Um, Fist bump, push-ups, and... But now that now that it's been so long, I don't remember how the how the whole conversation went. But I do know for my particular lawn laundering habits, um, I have I think maybe now fifty pairs of socks. So I I try to do like all my socks at once. So and I have enough to get me through obviously a month mm -hmm. if I'm wearing like you know a pair of socks each day. Socks, not a pair of socks. I've got a lot of pair of socks these days, but the thing is, I like to keep up on my laundry. So, like, there's really only, like, maybe five pairs of socks that I wear all the time. Mm. I never get a chance to reach in to that, to that you know, that stockpile of, of, of socks. And that's that what I, I do. Have. I have a stockpile. Mm. So, 
So these socks, these five pairs end up getting so raunch because I'm like wearing them, washing them, wearing them, washing them, wearing them, washing them. And, you know, I don't know. you just put them aside? Well, this summer I've been kind of living out of a backpack. So, Mm. like, all my my stockpiles never close at hand. And, you know, I don't know. You should go reload and change them out before you won't have any of those socks left. So, I'm just saying, you know. No, I'm I'm agreeing with you. That's a great idea. What is is Twitter's uh, updated its logo, huh? Get it? You didn't, you didn't notice the little bird is different now? That it's kind of pointing he's, upward He's kind a of like, like taking off. Uh, maybe it was such a subtle notice that maybe, or a subtle um, uh, modification that I didn't really. I, uh, and plus I use a number of like Twitter accounts. I mean, look at that's, that's, that's different than it used to be. It's kind of always he's been in, that. No, he's taking always flight. Kind of that way. He was. Maybe you just never noticed. <laughs> Now he's like, in flight. <laughs> he was more like just hanging out. But as long as the bird is there itself, then you know it, it's Where? it's pretty much. I don't know. I have to I have to research. I have to check my Wikipedia's. See what they say about it. But for the most part, it's always been the same. And plus, I use a lot of applications. No, he's, he's, it's it's totally different. Like uh, I'm looking at an old one right now and a new one. Oh, he's totally different. You have some comparisons to show me. Well, it's. In here, it shows like different apps and stuff, but they ha- it hasn't. Uh, well, if you're looking at different apps, and then that's a different story. No, but he's definitely different. He used to have a little, uh, like a little, um, some, some like a little alfalfa a going on. Yeah. yeah, and in the new one, he has no. His head is is perfectly rounded. There's no. I always did that alfalfa. for cartoons. Every time I drew like some mm. kind of cartoon boy or or whatever. That's the big difference. He no longer has the um, the hairs sticking up. There's always like two or three strands of hair that just kind of stuck up. There would be feathers, by the way, on the bird. Well, even did it for animals too. They'd have these little, maybe furs, like two or three little, you know, little jagged little wave things going on. If if Twitter really had some balls and they wanted to be like, it's like, oh, I'm gonna, we're gonna take, we're gonna take you all on. The new symbol would be an eagle coming down <laughs> and and clawing the little bird. And being like, they would, like bird they would have prey. to change their name because I mean, Twitter. You're thinking, you know. Yeah, but eagles tweet too when they're not when they're not coming down and swooping down and with their eagles tweet with their talons ripping apart other little things. Well, you like know? you just said, eagles Arr! They don't really tweet. They're just <laughs> they do when they're chill. They do when they're chill. I think <laughs> you've heard them. You yeah. sat outside and just kind of listened. Yes, eagles yes. are. I for a while spent some time on a bald eagle sanctuary. Okay, <clears> so they. Are their tweets more like I don't know aggressive, like tweet tweet tweet? Or no, they sound just like bluebirds hmm. okay, <clears> when they're chill. But a lot of the time, you you know, eagles are are dive bombing little things. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I see. Um, <laughs> if anybody and 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 I I was just uh, visiting with my mom and she she took on a cat from a friend who. Um, will remain nameless and this cat was kind of cool it was very affectionate i'm not a big cat person more of a dog person yeah but this cat was cool very affectionate not like you know sucker of souls that i you know think of all cats you know to do while you're asleep sexual <laughs> deviance like this no this cat was definitely a sexual deviant because sometimes it was so affectionate that i thought it was like into me 
like about to mate with you or wanting just to. like wants to make out with me like it would just like <laughs> face in my face and like just curling up around my neck and just being like almost giving me the heebie-jeebies this cat would be like too affectionate sometimes. and if it had opposable thumbs it would go turn on marvin <laughs> gay for you just <laughs> like oh wait right right wait right, right, uh, right back yeah i mean yeah I, I would assume so because this cat sometimes is really really affectionate and I'll go as because I don't know what was in the mind of this cat, so I'll just go as far as saying it was you know in an affectionate mood, not mm -hmm. a, not a I'm gonna, you know, pounce, pounce you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, this cat has been missing now for like a little over a week, and my mom's really upset. And so if anybody out there took the cat, give it back. But I don't think that's the case. But no, I don't think it's think dead either. She thinks you? it's dead. It's a black cat, so at night that is an advantage because you know. It's a good hunter, too. It's an outdoor cat. It always is bringing mice around, dead mice. You know, it's a good hunter, but she thinks that maybe an owl swooped down and, and, and took it away because mm -hmm. it was, you know, not a very heavy cat, you know, mm -hmm. but black. And, and I don't know. It's, she's had it for this long, and it's always survived nights out in the wilderness. And I don't know. I think maybe it just strayed too far away from home, and maybe some other family started feeding it, so it's like hanging around with them for a while, and it will return someday, like a Milo and Otis story. But you know, the cat's really in like Utah right now. Mm. Somehow or another, got into the back of a pickup truck, and er, I think the cat is looking for you. Maybe, yeah. Maybe it got upset when I left, and yeah. No, but I mean, if if anybody, I, I don't think anybody took the cat, but I w did want to put that out there. If by chance case. somebody did, so uh, this is out in New Hampshire. Then. Yeah, <clears throat> but or she's we real have upset. a pretty strong base there, so she's real upset. And I mean, the 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 original owner, you know, didn't come by and pick it up, you know, because this was only supposed to be a temporary thing, but mm -hmm. it ended up being a full time thing. And it's not like they wanted the cat back or anything. So I don't know. Hmm. <sighs> oh, that's unfortunate. Where are you? That cat's name is remaining nameless, too, because oh, okay. this is an ongoing investigation. Oh, okay. So right, I'm not going right. to spill the beans on its name. You don't want to show the picture <laughs> either because, nope. because uh, that's... I don't want you know, anybody, you know, any connivers out there trying to mess with what's going on. And then bringing up random cats. And right. like, Wait, no, this is not the same cat. Because mm. the cat has a, you know, fill in the blank of... The type of identification to know, you know, okay, this is the missing cat. Maybe the cat just found another human that it really was into. I mean, I think sometimes, you know, I understand, you know, like, I understand, you know, I've never felt sexually attracted to an animal before, but I don't blame anybody who hasn't. I don't think it's just an act. I think you're born with these things. I mean, just like, I don't sympathize with pedophiles, but I don't think some one day they just said, hey, you know, I feel like molesting kids. Hmm. And I'm going to do that because that's socially unacceptable and I want to just like live the rest of my life, you know, as this or maybe it's just something in their gene. Maybe yeah, something no, just I think it's I think it's you're born with it and it just happens. But I think it goes the other way too. I think some animals are attracted to humans sexually, not just you know like a dog is humping your leg or anything because that's just a that's like just a a natural thing. <laughs> I don't think that dog is necessarily attracted to that person because they're humping their leg. I'm I'm not really sure because I think my my sister might want to disagree. And maybe I might even agree with her because I'm the one that the dog seems to be enjoying, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, it, he's a good dog. He's, he's been doing a lot, a lot less of it because uh, he's been neutered. So. 
Yeah, it is important to spade and neuter your animals. I don't want to. And plus, he got away a couple times and started actually um, participating with another dog. So we didn't want any puppies, or they didn't want any uh, any bastard puppies going around. So it's, that's that's a good thing. You know, <laughs> um, that's not gonna work. Um, so you're saying you do your laundry once a week? Oh yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, and I have to do it again, even though I haven't stopped, I haven't compiled much because I just did it the other day. But before I go, um, <laughs> this isn't gonna work, but it's the best I could do. <laughs> before I leave for Texas, <laughs> before I leave for Texas, I got to do it again. So mm, I see. Well, yeah, I usually do it about. Um, I try to do like once a month. Cause I, you know, I have enough. Once a month. Cause I have that, I have that many clothes, and you know, not everything needs to be washed all the time after like one wearing. So. But I guess I just yeah, like if if you're not living out of a suitcase or if you're not living out of a backpack or whatnot, I don't know. Sometimes you you stick to the. If you do your laundry too much, you're mm-hmm. gonna automatically go even like hung up, you know, not living out of a backpack or a suitcase. You hang that stuff up or you put it away. You automatically go for that stuff if you do your laundry too often because that happens to me and I end mm. up wearing the same like I have got so much articles of clothing and I just you know you just stick to the ones that you've been wearing or you've been washing the ones I've been washing mm. I like automatically go back to that so in a normal situation I guess when you know you're actually back at home what do you do do you still do that or yeah I go through phases mm. with like a, a phases. certain you know bunching of clothes even though I've got a whole array of stuff because i'm lazy that's i think that's part of my reason when it comes down to it. i'm lazy too i don't want to go like i put all my shirts up on hangers even t-shirts i don't want to go through them all because there's so many of them I so i just i'm up <laughs> that's where I'm, i get lazy i'll do all the laundry it's like okay i got it taken do you care even of fold the stuff or do you just throw it the in the t-shirts a... i fold because i don't have enough room in my closet to put all the t-shirts in so i it's just after i get all the laundry done i just bring it up to my room and then i'm like okay i, sh- I really should put them you know, hang them up in the closet now. But mm-hmm. I don't always do that. I get lazy. And then one day I have to force myself. So I, what I try to do is either put on some music or watch, you know, something on TV that lasts a certain amount of time. So that way I know I was like, okay, I have, you know, 15 minutes to do this. Mm-hmm. So I try to do it as quickly as I go back to being lazy or whatever it is that I'm doing. Because I feel like that's taking time But you're out of such my day. not a lazy person. Like, oh, yeah, I know. Because you. I guess when it comes to like just, you know, like, what do they call those? The things that you have to do. They're chores. Yeah, they're like daily bullcrap chores. Yeah, like even like. I can't make a fun activity out of it. Although I kind of try because I try to do it to music. and I don't like being dirty, but like I got to admit, some days I really, the last thing I want to do is take a shower, especially when it's been this hot because I can't stop sweating. Mm, yes, God. I, I agree with that too. But some, sometimes there's nothing else I can think about. It's like I need to bathe because it's just. It's gross, and I, mean, I feel gross, and I need to feel better. I mean, yeah, it's good to take care of yourself. <laughs> Personal <laughs> hygiene is important because we don't live in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, we apologize all to all right. Kentuckians. <laughs> we love you that listen anyway. If you don't listen, then I don't yeah. know what to tell you. <laughs> Your state's got a cool name. <clears throat> Kentucky. Mm. That's what I didn't finish doing. I have a list of, um, well, not a list, but all 50 states and how they got their name. Mm-hmm. So I was reading this list, but it's just, it's just so long. So I didn't finish it. I only read about maybe 10. I just got orange hair. Um, 
they were just talking about that guy who who will remain nameless. Remain nameless. Yeah. Ugh. She's she's a a drag, isn't she? <laughs> What's her name? She needs to like she needs to liven up and and like half the time her half her roots are showing like dye your hair i mean by the way you're a reminder, tv personality we have our tv she will back. remain nameless too but she works for channel three and she's such she's such a bum we have our tv back so we're able to actually kind of watch tv while we're doing the show yeah except so. we can't change the channel it's always on cbs so well, it's, when we came it's here on saturday it was on the weather channel so. yeah well i tried using that and the cable light blinks so i hold down the cable light and do what i'm trying to do it won't do it it won't do nothing that mm. thing will not do anything I know there's two remotes in here, or there used to the, be. The other one's for the ViewSonic, and this well, they're both ViewSonic. Ooh, well, really? Yeah, yeah. they are. Mm-hmm. So maybe one handles one, and then the other one handles the other. That's just kind of stating the obvious, but oh, you found it. Okay. Nah. Oh, oh. I just assumed I didn't realize that this one was a ViewSonic. Oh wait, it didn't do anything. Yeah. So it stays on channel four. It's like it's like. Groundhog Day. <laughs> it's like I can never escape this stupid soap opera. Uh, Which one is this? Uh, All of Our Children, Days of Our Lives. I don't the know. Young and the Restless. I bet it's The Young and the Restless. Whatever's on at uh, this hour. I have no idea what this is. On Channel 3. They, hmm. <laughs> White people at a black wedding. That's weird. <laughs> weird about that. <laughs> Although, I will say it was quite awkward for me and my parents at my uh, best friend's wedding um it was we were as my mother or not my mother my father said um i think a fly in the bowl of milk <laughs> i think that was the he, said he said that yeah <clears throat> that's very bill cosby-esque <laughs> <laughs> but it, but it was it, i mean it was a good wedding it was a short wedding but uh yeah we were <laughs> the only black people there <laughs> Oh, um, man. All right. Well, just like you guys aren't really black, because if you were black, that would be outrageous because black is, is... You mean black, black. Black, black, <laughs> like the actual colors, you know? Just white people aren't white. They're, they're, they're tan. Peach. <laughs> they're peach. <laughs> well, that's the... That's there the are question. some white people out there that, that are is, really white. And, that is and, the Crayola, Crayola crayon that I would pick when I was, you know, coloring in white people. We were not albinos, for God's sakes. I didn't want to do pink because it looked like, you know, they had maybe some kind of skin condition. <laughs> and if it wasn't that, I used yellow-orange. So I guess maybe they had a decent tan. This is interesting. Yeah. How you used to color white people when, mm-hmm. you, were, when you were a kid. And then black people, they're always just brown. Right. right. Of course. You wouldn't. Are there black crayons? Pure black? Yeah, there is, yeah. right? You wouldn't use a pure black crayon because that's not. just outrageous. And not everybody's would, Wesley Snipes. And then it would look racist if I did that. Like, the but darkness. I'm a, but I'm a black person. I'm coloring in black people. It's okay. It should be all right for me. That's interesting. That's interesting that you mm. used to color white. I just, I don't think. And it's funny right now because I'm, I'm playing a game of uh, draw something with one of my friends. Who is, she's, she's white, but every time she draws someone or a person, she makes them black, which just cracks me up. Um, and I asked her why she does it. And she's like, you know me. I'm crazy. So I'm like, yeah, that's true. Because even the people uh, that she draws, their eyes are purple. So I, I, I remember in, like, in the days of coloring, I used to color in like you know landscapes or animals or fake creatures or whatnot. But like now I'm trying to think. Like, when it do? came to people, like, did, I, um, did I have a multicultural coloring book? Or did I just color <laughs> everybody white? 
I know. I don't know. I, I honestly for the most can't part, I did back. everything white until they said, you know, unless they said until they said Sterling, yourself. you're black, and maybe you should uh, embrace that. <laughs> Color. Dude, well, because I was, I grew up in a, like a white neighborhood, and you're so. like, look at that outline of that person. That's definitely not a black person. <laughs> why would I? Why would I color that person black? That's an obviously a white person. Nobody was ever blonde. Look so. at their white features. Why would I color that person Everyone black? Was always a brunette. Um, but yeah, until they, unless they said, draw yourself and blah blah blah, then then I would make that person black, mm. or like draw your parents and they'd be black. So. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's what would happen. <laughs> so. I guess. Oh, I forgot. We're doing. You know, yeah, you are. Uh, I hope you have something prepared. I do. Yeah. This is episode seventy-six of the Lost Dial on AllNoiseRadio.com. surprised that I didn't say anything about that. I know what that is. Yeah, I knew you knew. That is from the end of the last episode of season four when they're uh, taking care of business. Am I right? I think so. When they're when they're uh, blowing up the lab. But yeah, it's definitely from Breaking Bad. For everybody else, I don't know if you actually said it. They're blowing up the lab. Distracted by a picture mm -mm. of uh, bacon. Oh, bacon? Yeah. One of my friends on Instagram, if you want to see it too. You know you do. Where, where'd you find that? Oh, yeah, that's nice. I like bacon barely cooked, though. <laughs> Where, uh, where'd you find that? Um, I'm on Spotify. You know me. I'm always going to promote oh, Spotify. Yeah, that Spotify business. Now, again, uh, well, no, I'm not sure if I even said it the first time, but with Spotify, uh, if you want to get it on your iPod or your uh, Android phone or you know some kind of mobile device, you're probably going to have to pay either 5 or $10 a month. But or you're going to have to do it through Facebook, right? I, I think know. that's. Let me see. Uh, I don't know exactly. I've never actually. I don't. I don't have my Facebook ac account connected to Spotify because I don't really necessarily want it. Yeah, it says it says uh, log in with Facebook or log in with Spotify details, which means pay. You oh. have to sign up and pay or whatnot. If you do it through Facebook, everything you do is going to be on f on, on Facebook, Facebook. Right. right? And I don't like that. Neither do I. So I got my paid account, and ten bucks a month, I barely notice it. So. And I can't really go back to not paying because I love it so much. And plus, if I had to, if I didn't pay, I'd be getting commercial breaks, and I don't want that either. Maybe I should just bite the bullet. What do I got to go to Spotify.com to do all that? Yeah, I mean, once you set up an account, then you're fine. Then you can just log on to uh, on your iPad or wherever you set it up with, and uh, just do your thing. <laughs> and the best thing I love about it is making a playlist. Um, and uh, every time the new album comes out, as long as they already have an agreement with Spotify, more than likely that album will be on Spotify. So mm -hmm. tomorrow, whoever's album is coming out tomorrow, I can listen to. Do you think I'm the first person to have bought something out of the new vending machine? Do you think this is the first thing? Maybe. I they, didn't know, I even, I they didn't even put Dr. Pepper's already out. So that means they, did, they didn't have any Dr. Pepper to put in there. Mm. So I bought a Pepsi because I had a $1.35 that I viciously scrounged up from the car <laughs> And the Snapples are $1.50. Mm. So here we go. 
Yeah, I already mm. know I don't have any more change anywhere. I so. just took the first sip of the new of vending. the first Pepsi, most likely bought in from the new machine at CSB Farmington. Nice, very nice. Oh, it's by the way, amazing. shout out to um, CSB in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. They liked us, our, our Facebook page. Really? Yeah, so shout out to them. They're the only other one that noticed us? So, so far, yeah. Out of what, the 11 locations? Seven? How, how many? There's a, there's a bunch. Yeah. Mm, there's a bunch. But hey, mm. we're getting out there, so. Charlotte. I've been through Charlotte. So have I. Um, mm. One day I'll actually go. Actually, no, I've actually stayed in Charlotte, but it was years, years ago. I do want to go back because I enjoyed the time that I was there. I had a good time, so. It's a boom town. But I was a small, I was a wee child, so next time when I go, I'll actually be, you know, an adult, so I can enjoy more of whatever. You know what they call it? They call it North Carolina's rising star. Charlotte? No, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't think they need to promote their uh, their city because it's already... It's already uh, big, big stuff. Right. I mean, tons of companies are moving there. And Chattanooga. That's just fun to say. Yeah. Or is that even in North Carolina? Chattanooga is in Tennessee. Oh, okay. I just, I just want to find a reason. I think Chattanooga, it. they have a huge Volkswagen plant there. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what else is in Chattanooga. Tons. All the big companies that used to be up here are now down... In Chattanooga? Down south in southern cities, or southwestern cities. But let me remind you people who live down there and are all rah-rah, you know, Especially this is how the south is rising again. Let me remind you people that if a black man hadn't invented air conditioning, nobody would live down there. Hmm. So, boom. <laughs> boom. I'm right, right? A black guy invented yeah, air I, I conditioning. Yeah, I believe I have heard that. And I also... Um, I think a black guy also invented the super soaker. And peanut butter. And peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> and traffic lights, too, I think. Or traffic signals. Um, hey, Black History Month is every month. That's true. I, I'm on board with that. Um, you want to do a um, recap? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Kind of warmed up to it. And that Breaking was, Bad That recap. was one of the songs I was going to use. The other one is this one, which, again, I, don't, I can't recall which episode this is from but you wouldn't know. I'd probably tell you yeah you'd probably tell me once it starts to kick in yeah I know exactly what this you know is. It is I think this is the episode where they were riding around yeah they're just uh, Mike it's and, all uh, Jesse sped up and it, yeah they're uh, doing the trying drops. to explain how uh, Jesse's been put into this new situation and he's bored out of his mind mm -hmm. and he has no idea what's going on really and that's one of Mike's jobs, or was one of Mike's jobs, to right. drive around the desert all day and pick up bags of money. Does that have a uh, Does that have a title and an artist? 1977, and the artist is Anna. 1977. That's the name of the song, yeah. And the artist is who? Now it sounds like she's singing in Spanish, so I want I want to assume her name is Spanish, but I don't know how to pronounce Spanish. it. How do you spell it? And I'll and I'll try and help you. T-I-J-O-U-X. Hold on, you're going too fast. T-I-J. <laughs> T-I-J-O-U-X. Oh, that's not really Tijau. 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 Anything with an O-U-X is usually French. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. What she's singing sounds like it's Spanish. Definitely is. <laughs> what a perfect place to, you know, be quiet for two to get that. Cool. Sweet. Breaking Bad recap. Mm, let's see. Amazing, first and foremost. 
Amazing. I'm trying to recall what happened. Um, Did you watch it last night? Yeah. Yes. Because I knew you were going to quiz me, <laughs> or at least we'll be at least talk about it, and I don't want to yeah, come gonna, unprepared right. without anything. Well, at least, you know, in previous weeks, you could get away with waiting a few days. Right. But uh, seeing as how we planned to do this today, and it was just on and last Sunday night. was last night. Um, buffer zone. But okay, so one of, it was a very Mike centric episode. Oh yes, that's and the last things that I tweeted. We love night. Mike. And shout out to um. See, I was so close to getting on and making comments, and uh, I just didn't. I only did during commercial breaks because I mean there was just so much going on, and plus I well, was. Well, no real fan would be <laughs> tweeting during the show. <laughs> I did. I did the first episode. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that was one of. Out of a few, I think I've only tweeted like five times last last night. season. I used to make a lot of a lot of comments on Facebook, and uh, like a zillion people liked what I wrote because they were all funny. Yeah, but I mean, funny like not where I was like totally bashing the show, but in a way like being sarcastic about everything. But you mm-hmm. know that I knew everything that was going on in the right, show, so exactly. I wasn't just getting on there and being like, "Oh, this show's stupid." And this is the fun of Twitter because you're you're pretty much live tweeting the show. Yeah. You're making comments, and other people are watching with you, and you're like, oh, yeah, that is, that's perfect. Why, why didn't I think of that, or why didn't they do that, or whatever. And that's what I like. That's why I like Twitter so much, and that's why I like <laughs> tweeting while I'm watching. Then I can't believe shows. you didn't realize that the logo had changed. <clears throat> Maybe because I'm just so used to, as long as the colors are there and the bird is there, <laughs> I don't really notice if it's, you know, pointing left or right. Sometimes it's the lowercase t, right? Yeah. With the little... Down at the bottom. In fact, that's what's on my website. Like uh, for people to find me on Twitter, it's actually the T logo. As long as both of them are, you know, trademarked by then. As long as you find them, that's all that matters. Yeesh. But um, the Mike centric. Yes. Mike centric. Um, like that. The part that really stands out to me as I say that now is like the ending scene. Uh, mm. With, but maybe we should actually build into that and how he got there. Well, you mean in that woman's house? Right, in that woman's house. And he decided to. Rather than kill her because she had such an issue with how she would be killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, she really wanted her daughter. For some reason, very, very nervous that her daughter would think that she left her or abandoned her if she mm-hmm. wasn't found. So it makes me wonder who... The, first of all, who is this woman? Right. She just popped up. This, her name is Lydia. And uh, she showed up to talk to Mike in his favorite diner. Mm-hmm. and uh, Back to back at first. <laughs> Tried to call him by a different name, but Mike goes there so often the waitress knows him. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this Lydia lady had something to do uh, with Gus's organization, enough so that she felt it was important to go to Mike and say, "Hey, we need to um, we need to cap a couple people here." Can we rewind even further mm, to yes, that to that cold open too? Mm-hmm. By the way, oh. Um, our first look into Madrigal yeah. Electromotive, yeah. New ways of killing yourself, I guess. I had no idea you could use one of those. Uh, and here it was. What, I was, what are those? I was, yeah, the defibrillator. Defibr- yeah. You and just you bite onto one of the wires. I don't know which here color. Here I was thinking he might end up being either a new villain or a new um, yeah. uh, accomplice or something. He quickly outed himself. Yes. And then find out later when uh, the, the main guys of Madrigal and uh, the DEA are having a powwow, the main guy whose father started it said, you know, this guy was a lone entity, the rest of the company had nothing to do with this, you know, hopefully we'll find out more about that, but I liked him sampling all the little things. And <laughs> yes. what was it? He wasn't eating McNuggets, I thought they were Mc, like they nuggets like, at first, like, like hash like potato, potato round hash browns or something. And it made me want one, actually, after watching him eat it and then just crunching and then... 
then like yeah move those away and we just finish eating those i guess after he got the news i'm like yeah i already know what i'm gonna do now so. he's like i don't have a gun i don't really have a steep ledge to jump from so i'm going to bite meal. onto the wire of a defibrillator and uh kill myself that way and you know i really didn't know what he was going to do until he actually did it or he sat down on the toilet to do it and because who, he started doing the same methodical thing that gus did with taking off his shirt right 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 it up it's like oh no he's about to kill these guys but him and gus were uh tight right some something unless but i think all of i think we'll find out that the whole company had something to do with what was going on in the back room of los pollos hermanos mm. even though he said that this guy worked alone and whatnot but i think um i definitely think we're gonna learn what, what is so amazing if you've watched this show from the beginning to this point now mm-hmm. to see how like they started off like nobodies and like and they move that they, up, so what they the what they decided to do has affected the whole spectrum of of the world really i mean mm. you you've seen you know from the cartel to a you know a business guy who's probably you know the the kingpin of the southwest as far as distributing methamphetamines to this global company out of germany that is involved in it it's just like i don't think i think it's nuts how it's built up and you've had to have patience with mm-hmm. this show to finally get to this point and be like wow this all all the things that you didn't know up until this point is like what a payoff what a payoff <laughs> and that's all the stuff that i've been reading with all the <clears throat> um at least with the creator and saying how it's been like a journey you wanted to vince show Gilligan. people yeah vince Gillian wanted to show people how he's going to make this regular average guy go from you use the term Mr. Chips to uh, Scarface. Mm-hmm. So, and even in this episode, you see how how infected Walt's mind is. I mean, not to mention what he did to trick Jesse into getting back on his side to get on board with killing Gus, mm. and how he bought a new pack of cigarettes and and did what he did with the rice and 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 uh, now you know like him just leisurely washing the dishes and Mike calls and says, you know what? I, uh, yeah, I want to get on board. And he's like, good. You know, like he's, he's <laughs> so, he's so entrenched in what he's doing that he, there's no way that he's going to get to a certain amount of money and be like, I'm done. Just mm-hmm. like in that little cartoon, you know, I'm done. Let's cook math because <laughs> that's just how he is. It's, it's almost like Walt is not a drug user, but mm-hmm. he is addicted to this very much. And and what I wanted to bring up too, really quick, Skylar is suffering from baking from Breaking Bad depression because once she saw Ted Beneke in the hospital, she realized that how her involvement her involvement in everything has wound up in someone almost getting killed, not mm-hmm. quite getting killed, but almost. Right. And she is so sickened by that, and Walt at the end is like, "It'll pass." Don't worry, mm. because Walt went through it too. The first mm-hmm. time he had to actually kill somebody because he's killed a few people. He's been involved with the killing of many people, but he's like, "Don't worry, this this depression or this whatever you'd want to call it will pass. We do what we do for our family, what yada yada, whatever he said." Yeah, because I at first he's a bad I, guy. Yeah, I didn't mm-hmm. quite catch what he said, but now that you you know, kind of rephrased it, so I was like, okay, that's what he meant by that. <clears> we do what we do for our family right. because what she did. The reason why. Walt is broke now is because she did what she had to do to protect the family. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. So I think that's interesting. Skylar doesn't get out of bed. 
Normally, she's gung-ho about cooking Walt Jr. his breakfast, his lunch, and his dinner. But she wouldn't even get out of bed for Walt's um, meatloaf or whatever. She's, mm. she's depressed. She's, yeah. she's bummed out. So, yeah, Lydia. And even that scene, just him coming in to talk to her, and they never pan up to see his face. It just gave that more of that uh, ominous kind of vibe to it. And, I mean, just the way he sounds, the way he presents himself, it's definitely different. It's definitely, I'm in charge. Yeah, he is a, he is the king, kind of. And in the next episode, because I saw a little preview, you know, they're going to rewire the, uh, the or they're going to rebuild the company in their image. And, uh, I don't know how I don't know how Mike and Walt are going to really work together with this, but, uh, but all right. So sparing this woman's life, who we still don't even really know about, but she had something big to do in, in Gus's organization. Not big enough where she knew who even killed Gus, because that was one of her first questions: yeah, who questions, killed yeah. Gus? But uh, she uh, she's important. And once Mike said no, she went ahead and got some other guy involved, whose money I like the whole thing with. Uh, with Hank meeting with uh, Mike too, that mm, was yeah, that was a good scene. And then finding out there's something about Mike that we don't know about either, and I, maybe it's Why not he surprising. Left right, he was a cop in Philadelphia, and he left because of something he did that wasn't great. But the whole idea of uh, Gus's uh, accounts and filtering money through all these accounts, the DEA has found out that money was put into an account under his granddaughter's name who he loves his granddaughter he's mm-hmm. like that's a huge part of his life because they've emphasized that right quite numerous a bit. times again in this episode with the hungry hungry, hungry, hippos. hungry hippos yeah yeah which was really loud and <laughs> <laughs> i had <laughs> to turn me, i had it turned up and i had to turn the tv down that's because a loud it was game. so loud it's a very loud game and they're just like going crazy with the hippos and i'm watching like Please, can we finish this game? Get all the marbles <laughs> yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's annoying. Stop. And there's two, I think there's like two or three marbles left. And I'm like, oh, well, forget it. The guy who, the, the little, the Chinese guy, or maybe he's Vietnamese. I don't know. He's of Asian. Asian descent. Yes. He, uh, what's his, I can't think of his name right now. I don't know. You meet him. That's where Gus got, uh, or where the first organization, <laughs> dark organization used to get its chemicals from this guy. The, the DEA has found out you know, has, has seized all these people's bank accounts. Everybody's stuck. Even Mike's bank account is, they are like, well, if you help us out, maybe you'll be able to keep some of that money, but most likely no. And that's, and that's a reason why Mike decided before he decided that he's got to do what he's got to do with Mm -hmm. Walt because he's broke. Mm -hmm. He has no money. And, uh, uh, it's just, it's just amazing. But that whole scene where, whereas Mike's walking out and Hank is like, well, you know, there's something else we know about you buddy but it's it's amazing i'm i'm like i was like <sighs> i'm so i'm so just blown away the first two episodes have proven to be amazing. quite something and now there's six left until next year yeah next year god how can you deal and and again i hope it's quick i hope it's they don't oh, please don't wait a whole until next summer they s- next summer really yeah then I why it, you knew this no i thought i was thinking next they year, were gonna like break January it up like right something. like maybe you know yeah within the first couple months of 2013 if we make it but uh i don't know <sighs> but you know what i this don't want is... the impending apocalypse to keep the the the, the conclusion to my favorite show 
from meeting my eyes, you know? And you know what? And I, I told I said this before. This whole Mayan calendar thing is very inconvenient <laughs> to me. I had said this before, but um, again, when it, when it came to Lost, I was never into it, and I didn't get into it until like the, se- the fifth season, so the season before last. <laughs> and um, then once I got to like the end of season five, then I had to wait with everybody else until the last season began. And mm. then, but what I liked what they did, they didn't have any breaks. Like they had the last 16 episodes and they showed them one after the other. But mm-hmm. then I had to wait like everybody else a whole week mm-hmm. until it was time to see it. So once I'm assuming what they're going to do is they're going to show those eight episodes like, you know, right after the other is not going to be any hiatus in between. So once it comes down to the final the conclusion, night, everyone will be like Twitter will be quiet. <laughs> I'm probably going to have a stroke. Yeah, what are you going to do when it's, it's over? Well, the thing is, because I think even though everybody is expecting a, like, incredible, amazing, blow-your-socks-off conclusion, mm-hmm. and because of the way that they've done this show so far, even though you would think that they would do something subtle because everybody's expecting, like, this grand finale, mm-hmm. I think what's going to happen at the end is going to make people walk away from this being like, how can this be over? Yeah. They're either they're going to either do a, a Sopranos ending and you're going to be like what is going to ha- what happens or you're going to be still shocked because something does happen and it's so dramatic that you're like you can't believe it. Right. Or you find out another missing piece of the puzzle like And again, once you start watching Lost, you'll kind of understand why so many people were talking about that ending for so long because it's polarizing. People polarizing. A lot of word. people Loved it. And did you come up with that, or did you did you read that off of somebody's review? That's that's like one of the first <laughs> reviews I read. Polarizing, and that's the first time I really understood what it meant because there were so many people that loved it and so many people that hated it. And I was one of the people that loved it. I thought it was brilliant, um, but you're not going to please everybody. So no. So I, I'm I'm going into this. I have no expectations. I don't know how it's going to end. I hear rumors that they would like to maybe, if it's possible, to do a movie at the end. Um, of Breaking Bad or Lost? What are you talking Breaking about? Breaking Bad. Oh, really? They're saying, because um, even um, Vince had talked about, if Saul Goodman should live, <laughs> if he should at, live at the end of this, then he might be a possibility to continue to see where he goes, like huh. what he does. And I mean, because I'd even be interested, because he's a he's I love pretty, Saul Goodman. Yeah, he's... Man. That would have been a good <laughs> question for the quiz. What's Saul Goodman's real name? Oh, he's got a re- he t- he took on the the Jewish uh, lawyer name. Um, he said, "What it, I can't remember exactly what he said, but he did it basically for his clientele because they would respect him more being mm-hmm. Jewish than being an, uh, just a regular Irish guy." I just want to say uh, two more things really quick. This Lydia lady, she's haggard. What's wrong with her? She just looks. Well, she looked. Uh, well, she just looked really worried. I mean. She- <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what it is. Maybe, maybe just was. maybe just the stress in her face made her look like a monster. But well, any, it's always nice to see you know, some new faces on the show. Sorry. Right, so anyway, who is she? And the fact of the matter is, Mike is sparing her because there's a missing piece to rebuilding the company, and it's methylamine, and she can get it. Right. The other thing I just wanted to say really quick: uh, Jesse um, regretting almost killing Walt, and he mm. breaks down and starts crying, mm-hmm. which is a uh, brilliant performance but uh you've never really seen that before like one of them really really regretting hurting the other one or almost hurting the other one because they've 
They I mean, I, I would even say Walter would feel bad sometimes. I thought. Yeah, but he doesn't go as far as breaking down like that. Mm. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't show his uh, his emotion. Yeah, right. he doesn't show it to him. But um, I think the only time, well, no, maybe not. When he watched Jane die, he he got very emotional and started to cry because he watched her die. Well, it was, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was uh, pretty interesting. I mean, it was all. It was a setup on Walt's part. He's such an evil guy. I don't know. It just <laughs> dawned upon me. I think we should. Um, although it should be already be known by now. Maybe you don't have to say it, but I was going to say, whenever we were talking about the show, we should just warn everybody, hey, spoiler alert, if you're watching the oh, show, yeah. don't listen to us right now. I know. Or, what were we thinking? We never, I took, don't know, because we never took into consideration that. Because I'm just remembering now, I told uh, Kevin Mark to start watching the show, uh-huh. um, and there's I know there's a dozen people who are going back yeah. to watch it from the beginning. Jesus. And sorry, yeah. When so. you hear us getting all revved up to do Breaking Bad recap, just know that we're basically going to spill the beans of everything. That's and I think what I'm going to do from, from now on, I'm going to actually put it like in you know our little um, a little uh, summary of the show. I'm going to talk about where we talk about Breaking Bad so you can skip it. Uh, so, you know, when we start, when we end, so that way you'll be saved. Good thing. From any spoilers. Good thing Sterling is on top. He's on the ball. I'm going to write that he's, down so I don't forget. He's always thinking ahead, even though within, in this case he should have been thinking behind because <laughs> he just realized this. But, of course, he would come up with... But at least now... He would uh, realize something as important as this before I would. Yeah, because I, I don't want to spoil like the rest of the season for someone who hasn't yet caught up to it. So, so there you go. <laughs> you can now turn the podcast back on. <laughs> By the way, Gus died. <laughs> he got his face blown off. <laughs> and now we're back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Um, so we have a little bit of time. I don't know if I want to get into... Into anything big. Mm. Anything big. Um, I crossed <laughs> it off already. Because I keep going back to the... Uh, that's semi-big. Well, okay. This is related. Right. Uh, Brian Cranston. Um, he's been a busy guy. What did I see him in the other day? And that's just the thing that... Well, I don't know what you saw him in. Uh, but when I went to go see The Dark Knight and they had all the... Or Dark Knight Rises, they had all the trailers. And he was in two of them. Two trailers. Two movies that are coming up. Um wow. Total Recall. Okay. Um, and is he like a main player in that? Or? I think he. The way it sounds, it sounds like he might be like a main villain. This is um. This is a remake of the 1980s Total Recall, right? Right. Which starred Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. Um, Who doesn't love a show opening with a bunch of Germans clicking and clacking? <laughs> That's another thing I had to say. I loved. I love listening to people speaking German. I yeah, that, that was that was odd. Even um, though it's not fundamentally important in this day and age, um, I would like to learn how to speak German. Hmm, interesting. Um, I think it would be easy because it's uh, there's a lot of similarities between English and German. It all just sounds very aggressive. I'm not sure if I. I know it's angry. It. It's so <laughs> angry. Angry. Um, so yeah, Total Recall. Uh, he's in uh, Argo, which is uh, I believe Ben Affleck's latest. Uh, directorial piece and apparently he's a really good director maybe not so much as an acting but hmm. but I think he's been getting better you read your Gordon Wood you regurgitate your Gordon Wood <laughs> and this is based on a true story um, <laughs> where uh, what's the plot there's a handful of some Americans that are trapped somewhere I think they're like tourists or students or something 
and this happens back in the 70s and um, in order to go get them someone comes up with the idea of going out as a like a Hollywood film crew to go shoot a movie mm-hmm. and somewhat get them back um, I believe that is somewhat of the premise from what I gathered I didn't really research it after I got home um, but yeah he's in that uh, Brian Cranston and uh, well, we all we people. all we all bow down to Ben Affleck and I hope it's better <laughs> than the town and I hope it's better than that dreadful Hollywood land and I hope it's I better than you're not missing nothing I think he directed Gone Baby Gone which I didn't like yeah which starred his, his, started little, his, his brother. little brother yeah um, who I think is a way better actor than he is. Well, I only like him because of uh, Ocean's Eleven so, and 12, 13. So. He's in those? Yep. Um, book of, uh, not book, sorry, it's Rock of Ages, I meant. He's in that. He's in Rock of Ages. Which didn't do that well in the box office. What the hell was I watching the other stupid day that I saw him? He was playing like, a, like, a, like an officer. Red Tails? No. Oh, Why is he in that? I, yes. He's in that? He's in that. Jesus, this guy is a headhunter. Like all of these are within like the last two years. This was a movie, and I didn't even watch the whole thing. I just, uh, oh, you know, I was I started watching Malcolm X because you were surprised. No, that's a long time ago. (laughs) You were surprised that I had not seen Malcolm X, so I I didn't finish it. But but then right after I stopped, I I was like, all right, I need a break from this. Malcolm X mm. uh, for a minute. It's a long movie. Yeah, and it's just it's it's hard. Um, in some I don't know. It's just you know. I, I understand. I understand. Um, I changed the channel to it's it's a pretty newer movie that is now on whatever I was watching HBO or Stars or whatnot, and mm. he was he was in it. I'll, I'll think of Do it. You know later. who else was in it? Nope, because he's the only person. I was like, ah, Brian Cranston. <laughs> I was like a little girl at a Justin Bieber concert. Oh, oh my God. Um, <laughs> uh, and lastly, uh, Archer. He's in Archer. That's that show, TV show. His voice? Yes. Uh. But you won't hear it until um, the third season. Huh. So right now on Netflix, only um, season one and two. So I'm waiting for season three to be out. Because right. I keep watching them all the time. But yeah, we're going to take a quick break. Episode 76, Lost Isle. This is actually later. part A, so part B will start brand new. Yes. 